podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the Quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Porphyria of Mrs. Porphyria. Hi. So let's kick things off with what we're all dying to know. And while it may seem like a self-explanatory question, I still want to know the backstory. What is the story behind your Instagram handle? So Mrs. Perferia, first of all, let me start with thank you so much for having me guys. This is such like a dream. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining Um, us. I was going to We were supposed to be having drinks this summer. (laughs) Oh yes. And we we just might. I might have to get you over here to my backyard so we can just have some drinks and chill out. But I'll take it back. I love that. Yes. Yes, I was so excited to um, have you guys ask me to join you because this is like a mini dream come true. Um, So it kind of ties into the whole process of my Instagram. Um, My Instagram, I don't know exactly how old my Instagram is, but I started blogging back in 2007, um, just blogging about being a new mom, trying to get to understand how to balance that whole life. <laughs> and um, it started gra- like gradually rolling into um, traditional things I loved, which was like cooking and baking and doing things as a family unit and the stuff I used to do with my mom. So my mom has been quilting most of my life. I think like most of her life too. My mom grew up in Goldsboro, North Carolina. So everything she worked she grew up on a farm so everything was handmade so for me growing up i've always saw her making something um and she would always make things for the house and i just started wanting to share that with people like that whole the whole beauty of just diy so gradually i would like take these photographs and post them up but i would always like do like little projects on the side but I would never like say, oh, I'm a quilter. It was just like, I do a project with my mom. And then I started seeing this community of quilters. And I said, okay, I want to share my quilts and share this thing that seems like (laughs) I do every day, but I'm not taking advantage of the fact that I'm quilting. Does that make sense? (laughs) I feel like we all stumbled into the quilting, Instagram quilting universe. And it is Mm -hmm. a very it's either a cult or it's a very warm and welcoming community. (laughs) It's one of the two. (laughs) Yeah, It's a very welcome community. So I feel like I've bounced throughout a lot of the Instagram communities. Like I was in the mommy bloggers group. I was in the sewing group. Um, I was in the, um, some cooking groups, the foodie group. I remember that era when I was like snapping pictures of everything I was eating and making. <laughs> um, I think everyone was. <laughs> Hello, 2007. Um, I know. Um, but when I got to the, the quilting community, I have to say, I felt the most love in this community. Like I felt like, okay, I'm at home. And the encouragement that I got 
the quilting community, they just, they just encourage, like they help blossom where I am now with the love and encouragement. Like, I don't feel like I've gotten that from any other community um, within Instagram, but my quilting family, like, I really feel like they're my family because they're so encouraging, so loving. Even just going through the whole Black Lives Matter movement that's happening right now, wow, what encouragement, what love that they shared. I mean, I got so many people just checking in on me, which is crazy um, to me because, you know, I'm I, I'm affected by what's happening in, in the world because I am a Black woman, but um, it's kind of weird to see, not weird, I don't want to use the word weird. It's just beautiful to see that there's people who consider me a human being and they're not basing me and my talents based on what color I am. They're just basing like, that's Porphyria, you know, she's a fellow quilter and they're reaching out to show me that love. So I appreciate that so much. And that's what made me really excited, um, makes me really excited about this whole quilting community. Absolutely. So who were the first sort of quilters that you started following and sort of influencing, you know, you to continue with quilting, I guess? So, of course, and I'm not just saying that because you invited me to your podcast. (laughs) But but Wendy um, was one of the quilters that I have to say on my quilting journey who gave me such beautiful encouragement. Um, I think she's actually, in my head, she's my quilty BFF, to be honest. Um, Don't let it go to your head, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, during this whole journey, she reached out to me. I mean, we had coffee together, which I loved. And she reached out to me. She was always encouraging me. um, Like, you can push yourself. I shared some of my dreams and my goals with her about my quilting. And she's like, oh my God, you can, with her cute little accent, you can totally do that. (laughs) And I was like, "Um, yeah, like maybe I can, or maybe I can. So it was just so much encouragement from you, Wendy, that um, helped kind of, I feel like pushed me a little harder this year with everything that I've been working on and doing. I felt like you were like the first person to kind of open up your door more than anybody to say, okay, you know, join me and Amanda and Anna. I'm like, okay, okay. 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 Yeah. I I actually still remember, I still remember our coffee catch up because it was, I suggested like, let's meet up across the street from my apartment. Mm -hmm. And I think this was around the time, I think it was like, a month before PortCon this year and I was like yeah. you have to go to it yes, <laughs> it's life-changing yes. it and it's so crazy because I had always like watched the whole QuiltCon and you know I'm always like I was always trying to see what was happening and I would be sitting at home on my Instagram like oh my god I wish I can go but I never <laughs> got the chance to do it and then you were like just book your ticket I think I came home and I was like, you know what? I'm going to QuiltCon. And I just booked my ticket. Away, right? It was like three weeks. Yeah. Or, it was so quick. And I was like, I'm going to go. I would have never had that courage to go had I not got the encouragement. So could you um, describe your quilting style for us? Maybe for people who haven't seen your quilty photos yet? Um, 
Okay, so I had to think about that. That was one of the things I had to think and really sit back and think about because I love, I I really do like traditional quilts, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a traditional quilter. Um, I I feel most connected to just creating and being artistic. Um, I was trying to find the label that fits me most, but I'm just. I just like to be free with my quilts, I think. Even some of the patterns I've been working on, um, it's just me just creating what I think is visually, um, brings me joy and brings me happiness. I, I just like to create more of a clean line, modern look, I think. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. <laughs> As a lover of lines, I fully approve. <laughs> yeah, a lover of like clean lines and um there are a few traditional well there's yeah, clean lines I should say. Well, I feel like traditional quilts get a bad rap, but yeah. like they're so especially when you do like uh monochrome quilts and things like that, they can be super modern. And yeah. I think it's a shame that we kind of not have pushed them aside, but we kind of um we don't give them the credit they're due in my opinion, but maybe they're coming exactly. back. I don't know. Quilt Definitely. coats are back. So Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. that's really true. Yeah. So where do you find inspiration from? Like if you're on Pinterest or outside for walks, not to ask too many leading questions. <laughs> no, um, I think I find inspiration from just like, uh, out, like, like outside, like you said, like anywhere, I think I find it anywhere. Um, my husband and I, we like to take the boys up to Bear Mountain. We like to get away from the city and go on like little drives and see like beautiful, um, scenery. And I definitely find it anywhere, anywhere I can grab it. Do you have a, in your, like when you snap photo, like, do you snap photos of inspiration while you're out and about? And like, do you have like a separate folder within your, like, Absolutely. I actually saw, yeah, I was actually out the other day um, shopping and I saw this gentleman with this tattoo and the tattoo, I don't know why it jumped out at me. It was just, um, he had these awesome like triangles, but then there was these wavy lines. It was just something that just very abstract. It just jumped out at you. And I took a picture of it. Um, I was like, uh, I know he probably was like, you weirdo. What are you doing? <laughs> but I was like, I, I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to stare, but I love your tattoo. But you know, I wasn't even thinking in terms of like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I was thinking in terms like, oh my God, that is a perfect quilt. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> so I keep um, a little folder on my phone of like these beautiful pictures. Um, I actually got a bit of encouragement from um, another fellow quilter who shared some software with me that I, um, I'm trying out right now. Um, in terms of how to take, you know, things that inspire you and just create quilts out of them. Elizabeth from Quilters Candy. Ah, She's great. She was actually sharing. Yeah, she was actually sharing like how you can just take pieces and put it into this program and you're able to create something that you're trying to um, get from whatever inspiration you have. So that's been a great help to me as well. Has this been the, is this the first time that you've been writing your own patterns 
for yourself or, you know, have you, have you so, always, have you like, cause there's some people who just make patterns or like buy kits and then some people who always mm -hmm. go rogue. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you can describe um, rogue quilters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the funny thing I'm, I think I'm one of those people who just go broke. Cause I'm like buying all these patterns that I would love to try out that just <laughs> never happens. <Yep. laughs> um, but, um, I, since I've uh, sold clothes in the past, I've been able to sketch out like, you know, clothing ideas that I've had for myself. So I would like doodle, uh, you know, a sketch of, you know, uh, a half square pattern piece or something, but I would just discard it. Um, and then when I had um, a fellow quilter reach out to me and, and again, encourage me, oh, you need to write a pattern. You need to get something out of there. We want to see something. I went back into my little box and I was like taking pieces out. So now I have a sketchbook that's, you know, dedicated to my pattern writing and my pattern pieces and my sketches. Um, but in the past, I, I recently put up a post about just doing it, just if you have an idea, just do it because you don't realize you're doing things because you don't stop to take it in. Like I was just sketching things all around, even for my kids, I'm always creating boards and artwork for them. And I never noticed like, these are quilt ideas. Um, I mean, it's I around you everywhere. It, yeah, it's so crazy. Um, even on a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, even like I have paintings I've done in the past and I'm seeing all these shapes and I'm like snapping pictures now, like, oh my God, you have been sketching and creating quilts all this time and you've just <laughs> never claimed it. So now we need to claim it. <laughs> so what made you decide to start writing your own quilt patterns? Oh, my lovely quilting community. <laughs> you mean peer pressure? Um, yeah, I know. Say it again. Say it again. Um, definitely. Um, so many people have been encouraging me. I think since I came back from QuiltCon, which is crazy, it was earlier this year, the people I met were like, even when I had met some of the fellow quilters that I talk to all the time on on Instagram, they were like, we need to see a pattern from you. And I'm like looking at them like, what, what are you talking about? Like, can I just buy some fabric? <laughs> but when I came back home, I was getting like these messages and I'm like, what are they seeing that I'm not seeing? Am I going around saying something or like, like, where? but they were inspiring me. Like we need to see something from you, which is, it's, it's, it's lovely that they have, um, they believe in me more than I believe in myself, <laughs> but um, they, it just, it started snowballing from there and let's not even get started since this whole COVID-19 started. And everybody had a little more time to spend with me. I was having a conversation with another fellow quilter till like three o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. About, yeah. Like, it, and it started so weirdly. She's like, hi. I'm like, hi. <laughs> like nine o'clock at night. And then she's like, you know, I, I enjoy your Instagram. And then I was like, oh, I enjoy your Instagram. And it just started snowballing. And she's like, no, I really need you to write a pattern. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how to write a pattern. 
And she's like, I think you're overthinking it. And I'm like, maybe I am. So it just kept going and going. And the conversation just turned into, no, let's, let's get this out here. So I genuinely think um, a lot of people are reaching out to me because they feel somewhat like there is a shortage of women, um, African-American women sharing patterns. And like I've mentioned on my media, African-American women have been doing pattern making and writing. Well, not, I would say writing to themselves because we're not sharing it, but it's so ingrained in us for years. And I think that's something, like I said, I I, I never noticed that I was already doing it. I just haven't been able to share it. And I think now is the time for me to share it because they want to see that. They want to see that we have a voice within, um, and there's a story behind our quilting. Um, And I think that's why now is a good time for me to start sharing that and and putting that out there a little more. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And I, I also kind of feel like there are not many people of color represented in the quilting community as well like being Asian so yeah I totally agree like now is the right time and I'm so happy and I'm so happy that you're sharing that with the community because there's so much talent out there and I don't think you know people really share that enough so and I feel like if it doesn't happen on Instagram people forget for some reason like it's, yeah. if it's not captured, it doesn't exist. And I think that's very exactly. short-sighted of all of us to forget. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you said a mouthful right there, Amanda. And, and it's funny because there's so many, like I grew up seeing so many women of color quilts. Yeah. Like when, when I got asked the question, why aren't there that many black quilters? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> It's so enriched in our history that mm-hmm. it's like everywhere, you know, um, even, you know, I, my my one part of my family's from the South, one part of my South family's from Central America. So I have both the, you know, the Spanish culture mm-hmm. and the African-American culture married together. But on even on both sides, like I grew up with quilts, you know, from my abuela to my grandmother, you know, I grew up with seeing beautiful quilt making I just think we're not sharing it on the gram (laughs) I really want to be the representation like I want to show like that we're out here and we love making beautiful quilts and we love showing things in a beautiful creative light as well so that's definitely something I'm going to push forward with because I want to see the representation. I want them, I want the girl, this, you know, the, I, I used to teach Wendy, I told you, I, to, I taught quilting at some of the schools in um, my area. And there was these little, you know, little black and brown girls who enjoyed sewing square pieces together. And they're like, oh, I thought this was like an old thing. Like, I don't want to do this. But <laughs> when they do it, they're like, oh, my God, this is look at this. And I can put my name in it and I can put my stamp on it. And I'm like, yeah, there's like modern black quilters who are hippies like myself. <laughs> that love to create beautiful looking quilts, you know, and that's what I want to share. 
I'm so excited. So do you have like a launch date for your upcoming quilt patterns? I'm so excited. I want to do this. There's one that I have to get my test makers together with. Are you uh, asking for testers? Um, There might be some hands raised. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I would love you guys to test them out. So yeah, um, I don't have an exact date, but with all the stuff that's happening in the world, I would love to do it. It's funny. I'm having a birthday at the end of the year and I won't tell anybody, but it's one of those birthdays <laughs> that you know make a big difference, you know, the milestone birthday. So I'm hoping to do it uh, by the end of the year. I can, you know, have something to share. I'm actually working with Michelle from Mesh Quilts and we partnered um, and we created a little something that we both had our hands in. So that will be coming out in September. Ooh, Ooh, that's exciting. I'm so excited. That's quite the teaser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Ooh. Are you ready for Furia? I hope so. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to fire away anyway. Okay. <laughs> ready or not. <laughs> And Wendy, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, sure. So what's your favorite time of day to quilt? Early morning around 5 a.m. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only time I can get quiet, guys. They're sleeping. The boys are knocked yeah. out. <laughs> Do you wear shoes while sewing? No. I actually make my husband take my sewing machine. I'm like, could you set it up outside in the yard? And I'm barefoot on my grass. I'm, like I said, hippie. I'm a big hippie. Sorry. (laughs) I don't apologize. (laughs) Amanda and I are making our way down to Brooklyn. Yeah, with our sewing machines, (laughs) a couple folding tables, and maybe a six pack. Okay, when you're sewing, do you prefer music, Netflix, silence, or podcasts? During the colder months, definitely Netflix. I don't know how many times I've watched, like my favorite movie to watch while I'm sewing, it's really weird, is Chocolat. Because I love everything about France and I feel like I'm transformed into Paris. And so (laughs) I'm just, I just keep playing it over and over and over. And then after that, I'll play Paris. And then after I play Paris, then I'll go to my favorite girlfriend, not girlfriends, I'm sorry, um, bridesmaids. I'll play that over and over and over. Wildly different. Yeah, it's so crazy, but I just love that movie. But then during the summertime, it's um, definitely my Zen music. I, I just like to hear my music. Uh, what is your favorite snack while quilting? Grapes. What is your favorite traditional block? My favorite. So there's two and I had to go and get the name, but I'll give you the one I use the most because I try to do it with the big block quilting, which is a crystal star block. Um, I can do variations of that. So I think that that's my favorite traditional block. Solid or print fabrics? Solids all day. I am not a print <laughs> I mean, I love prints, but I don't love prints. I love solids. I'm going to convert you. (laughs) Yeah, I love solids. What is your favorite Kona color? Oh, gold, because I just love gold. What's the last fabric you bought? Oh, I just bought some yesterday. I am blue and gray fabric yesterday from 
Joanne's, I did a little trip up there. What sewing notion couldn't you live without? Mm, that's a good one. Um, my seam ripper, because I'm always ripping something out. <laughs> what brand of thread do you use? I think Guterman, because that's so there. There's a lot of those inside my my little quilting box. Yeah. Pressing preference. Open to the dark side or whatever works on the day. Dark side to the dark side. (laughs) You know what? I can always hear my mom in my ear like, you know, you have to press to the dark side. You know, you have to press. So I think that's why it's just like ingrained in me. Press to the dark side. Pick one. HSTs, curves, or strip piecing? Mm, HSTs. Machine or hand bind? Machine, definitely. Hand binding, um, hmm, mixed emotion. So, machine. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part of the quilting process? The end result, whether it's um, exactly what the pattern looks like or um, a big, beautiful mess. So, just. <laughs> <laughs> What's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? Ah. <sighs> Not following the patterns exactly. <laughs> I, I have going a rogue bad habit. once again. Going rogue once again. I'm gonna say I have a bad habit of going rogue. It's a so. new new hashtag. Rogue quilter. Yeah. Yes. Rogue <laughs> quilter. I'm gonna write that down. See, look. We're gonna make it a thing. <laughs> yes. Who is your quilty BFF? Wendy. Oh, guys. <laughs> I love me some I'm the better one. <laughs> Who is your quilty crush? Oh, I have so many. <laughs> yeah, I have way too many. I, I can't. <laughs> that's, a, that's an allowable yeah. <laughs> Where do you store your whips? Everywhere. So <laughs> they're all over. Like, I'm sitting in front of you right now. There's like, two in the corner there's they're everywhere they're probably in my kids rooms they're in the basement they're upstairs in the living room they're downstairs in our sitting room they're everywhere how do you organize your fabrics by color designer print solids by color definitely by color uh, where do you store your scraps oh i buy pretty baskets and store them in there <laughs> Now we've just got a couple more questions for you before we wrap up. Who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? Hmm. So this one, um, the first one I'm going to share is Collective Quilts, Kiana. Um, she's a fellow quilter as well. And I'm so excited because she's actually um, working with Michelle and I on our our quilts as well. So you'll see. So it's three of us. Yeah. So she's, she's, we're working together on that quilt. So super excited about that. Uh, I think she's very creative. She does test patterns for a lot of other quilters. So I really think she should get some love and definitely share her. Also, so sweet CB. Um, uh, Esther Page. I hope I said her name right. Um, again, she's really awesome quilter as well. And Farah BK. Farah actually, I donated some fabric. She came uh, to my house 
a couple of months back and I had donated some. She teaches uh, workshops in some of the Brooklyn Quilting Guild. So um, I was going through rotating fabrics and she came and got a few boxes because I am a fabric addict. Um, let me just share that. <laughs> so I'm like um, always buying. Yes, right. And then I realized I need to give it away. And then I'm like, oh, I need that piece. Um, <laughs> but she came, she came and she does beautiful quilting as well. She's been to a few of my workshops when I had my studio that was open downstairs in my basement. She came to a few of my workshops and we did some um, some making and creating. So. Um, she's really awesome, beautiful young lady. So um, I wanted to highlight these three young ladies because they look like me and they should be showcased. Um, going back to our original conversation that, you know, we need to uh, share a lot more. These young ladies are uh, women of color and they may, they're making some beautiful creations. So we definitely wanted to highlight those three ladies. So we need to wrap up for the day. We hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy? I am the dot weekend quilter. Anna? I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Porphyria? I'm at Miss Porphyria. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website, quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you love what you heard, we hope that you give us a five-star rating, subscribe to the show on your podcast provider of choice, and tell your friends how to join too. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Bye.